Where are you from? Uh, I'm Ukrainian. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, actually, I built Ukraine's largest running movement mm -hmm. before starting uh, the startup. Welcome to Tech Talks, hosted by myself, David Savage, and powered by Nash Squared. So Amber, you're going to have to kind of fake things here because it's the 2nd of January, not mid-December anymore. Yes, Happy New Year, Dave. <laughs> yep. Just get Does that, that feel there. really weird? It feels really weird because, um, I mean, it's raining outside. It's nearly, nearly Christmas. Well, it might be raining in January. Yeah, I know, actually. I, not that the weather's going to make any difference whatsoever. But yeah, I mean, it did, did feel a little bit strange, that. But um, yeah, I feel like I don't know what day it is anyway, so that's actually not really helped, to be honest. Well, look, today we've got Alona, who is the uh, founder of Everyrun on the platform, a social fitness platform. Do you think you will need a bit of fitness post Christmas and New Year? Yes, yes, yes. Because the last time I was on this pod, Dave, I was talking about eating um, like mince pies and drinking gin at like 12 o'clock. So yes, if that was, that was yesterday next, from our that, perspective yeah, and weeks ago yesterday. from everyone else's. So it's fresh in the mind. And also if the next two weeks look like that, then I'm absolutely going to need this app and just a bit of fitness. And I came to your desk earlier today and gave you biscuits. You gave me some marshmallows. Marshmallows. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, not helping. That hasn't helped with it at all, no. No, okay. Uh, but equally, if anyone casts their minds back to that episode, which went out just before the festive break, you had just got back from running in Valencia. Yes, I had, yes. Yeah. How so this is this yeah, yeah, it went well. It went yeah. really well, actually. So this is kind of perfect, isn't it? But yeah, absolutely. Well, look, we'll dive into the interview and then we'll pick up on it afterwards because I think there's, there's, there's a few points there that we might want to make. Um, but we'll hand over to Alona. We'll be back in a minute. So I'm talking to Alona. Hi. How are you today? Very good, thank you. It's a sunny day outside, isn't it? It is a sunny day outside, although we're stuck in... <laughs> this room is not exactly picturesque, but nonetheless, it's good to sit down and chat. Um, you're the founder of Everyrun. I am. Yes, I am. I'm a CEO and founder of Everyrun. Yep. It's a social running platform. Mm -hmm. So what we do, we provide the technology for uh, uh, marathon organizers, charities, community running events, and uh, we trying to remove the barriers for running. Yeah. And we're fighting the epidemic of obesity and loneliness. Okay. So I'm going to be... Uh, cards on the table. I run quite a lot. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I am interested in this. But before we kind of get into the, into the mechanics of, of the business and why, um, you're here. It's your first web summit? No, it's second one. Second actually. web summit. Yeah. But you're here as an alpha, um, which basically to anyone who's uninitiated with the language of web summit, you're, you're kind of precede, you are raising at the moment. You've done a pitch competition. You're, you're exhibiting yeah. tomorrow. Why, why are you here this year? So this year I am raising. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we are pressed stage. We already uh, completed one round. Mm -hmm. We have uh, EIT Digital Investment. It's uh, European uh, Union money. And then we also have uh, already Angel Investor. And now we are raising our second round, which is proceed. It's 400,000. Um, and also, we finished building the product, and now we ex uh, enter in the growth stage. So I'm also looking for customers. And 
how have you found the conference so far? Because there are investors here, but it can sometimes feel a little bit Hunger Games-esque, I think, with the, uh, with the early stage startups, all desperately trying to get some, some, some airtime with the investors, and it's not always easy. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think uh, the key uh, for succeeding at Web Summit is starting early. Yep. It's uh, applying for the program, startup program early, applying uh, for getting tickets, getting access, and contacting the investors early. Uh, so I did my homework. So actually, <laughs> this uh, few days I'm uh, relatively busy, yep. uh, which is good. Uh, but uh, of course, you know, as a founder, it's never enough. You feel like, oh, I could do more, <laughs> I could push more. Yeah, I think founders never switch off, in, certainly in the early stage. To some extent, yeah. Um, okay, where are you from? Uh, I'm Ukrainian. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, actually, I built Ukraine's largest running movement mm -hmm. before starting uh, the startup. That's and was that, was that an offline movement? Was it just a community? Was it tech-enabled? Was it...? Uh, I believe you are familiar with Sparkrun. Yeah, go on. Yeah, so Parkrun is uh, the... Oh, Park, yeah, sorry, Parkrun, of course. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I misheard slightly. So, yes, Parkrun, uh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, 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 I do Parkruns semi-regularly. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, I, I thought so because they're so popular in the UK, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, back in 2014, we wanted to launch Parkrun in Ukraine. Right. And so we contacted the organizers, but for some reason they didn't want to go to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And we were like, okay. We can do something on our own. So we built a WordPress website and started our own movement called Randy. Right. And over the years, it was a side project, just enjoy, you know. Uh, we built, uh, we run, uh, sorry, sorry, we grow it to 7,000 runners. Yeah. 10 weekly locations around Ukraine, which is uh, quite good, I believe, with next to no resources. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. How is this a business? Because Parkrun, I don't know the financials behind Parkrun, but it's obviously, it must have some element of business, but it is a, it is a free to partake. They have some merchandise, but it's ran by volunteers. Absolutely. So what, what's your model? How is, how is every run something that is removing barriers, but at the same time, a startup that investors would look at and say, hey, here's return? Yeah, I mean, to my knowledge, a uh, if we're talking about parkrun, uh, they take the money from government to run mm. the free events. So it's like com then they are free for runners. Uh, for us, that's where we originally started because uh, we adopted the uh, concept where it's free, it's five kilometers, mm. and so on. But then uh, our organizers start pushing back. They were like, okay, great. We love every Saturday, but we also want to sell tickets. We also want to do competitions and we want to do this and this. Right. And we were like, okay, if there is so much demand, because we were having like quite a lot of requests, uh, we decided, okay, there is a, a market opportunity for that. And that's where our idea for every run came. Mm -hmm. So basically we have our own uh, timing solution based on the QR codes. Uh, so there is a technology where you can organize park run types event. Mm -hmm. Um, it's uh, free to use the app, so it's cost effective. But then on top of that, we won the uh, hackathon this May, and we built the virtual event solution for Kalmus Marathon. Mm. Uh, so the idea is uh, that uh, if you want to organize virtual event, uh, 
then you can use the app and uh, organizer listing the event, uh, choosing the uh, time frame for the event. You can sell tickets or you can do it free. And then uh, with the every run app, uh, runners can complete the events and uh, get the results. So organizers paying a fee to every run as opposed to the runners themselves? Yes, so uh, our business model is that we provide the technology for organizers yeah. and they pay money. Yeah. How much appetite is there for that? Because, forgive me, like there's, as someone who does like to run, there is obviously in the UK, say, if you're looking at the UK, there is Park Run, which we've established, and yeah. then there's, if you, if you go on some platforms, there are almost endless lists of runs that you can enter all via different organizations and aggregating those in one place can be quite challenging but how do you how do you penetrate that and how do you how do you get market share and consolidate when it's such a when it's such a busy and fragmented place yeah that's a great question uh, so currently we have uh, customers obviously in ukraine mm. we launched in Lithuania in august uh, and we have some customers in the uk actually i personally organized some <laughs> events as well in oxford that's where i live now yeah okay um we have finished building product two months ago and we already have fifteen thousand runners which i believe is not a bad result mm. but our strategy is to go to b2b sales so we're not really doing B2C. Mm -hmm. uh, we provide value mostly for organizers. Because if you look, uh, I agree, it's a fragmented market. But now I'm talking to a lot of NGOs who have an idea to organize a running event. They mm -hmm. have no idea where to start, <coughs> where to go, and so on. Uh, so we provide like end-to-end -end solution for them. There is registration, timing system, uh, uh, result sharing, and it's all connected and notifications and stuff. Uh, but uh, our strategy for gaining the bigger market share is working with uh, marathon organizers and providing basically the extra revenue stream for them yeah. by adding the virtual event solution on top of their existing marathons that they organize. Oh, look, just as a, just as a side comment, I mean, during the pandemic, yeah. a lot of people went out and bought running trainers, got into running, um, and since life has returned perhaps to something approaching normal or whatever it will be post-pandemic, yeah. some people have tailed off from running. But, but what's, your, what's your impression? How, how keen are people to go out and run in 2023 into 2024? How big is that market? So... Uh of course, uh, during the pandemic, uh, if I look at the event market, the events were struggling quite yeah. a lot. After pandemic, the market is slowly recovering. Uh, in terms, we're talking about the events. In terms of uh, in terms of runners, it's a little bit different because yeah. yes, um, most of people like started running, so there was a grow in the number of runners. Now, lots of people stop running because uh, it was just their uh, hobby but some uh, kept running yeah and i think uh, it also uh, the numbers kind of equal invited uh, because some runners they stopped training during the pandemic because their motivation was to participate in marathon yeah <laughs> and i know lots of stories when they were like okay they're not going to be marathon so what's the point in running <laughs> so you know <laughs> Everyone got their own story and everyone yeah. got their own motivation. So what are your ambitions for everyone? Obviously, as you said, you're in Oxford at the moment. Where do you hope the business is in 
six months, 12 months, if you're successful with that raise, what does that help you do? Yeah, so currently, actually last week I was in Lyon in France. Mm -hmm. I won the uh, big booster competition. Uh, and it means for the next six months, I will get the mentorship with them and they will help me to enter the uh, France, Italy and Spain. Great. This is the markets we're going next. Mm -hmm. And also now I'm talking to Prague Marathon organizers. Uh, so we, we are actually planning to penetrate European market. And you're a founder. You're surrounded by hundreds, if not thousands, of other founders here oh, yeah. on, a, on, a, on a daily basis. And tomorrow, when you're exhibiting, you know, you know, you're all going to be in close proximity. What questions do you have for your peers whilst you're here and you're surrounded by so many people going through similar experiences? What do you want? To, what do you want to ask them if you have the opportunity? Oh, I think the hottest topic now is fundraising mm -hmm. <laughs> because everyone is always fundraising actively or passively and uh, the feeling is now that um, it's not easy yeah. for pre-revenue uh, startups and uh, I know it's like kind of old topic but also being female founder it adds some challenges as well on top of that. I don't think it's an old topic it's still as relevant unfortunately as ever. Unfortunately. <laughs> Well, look, good luck, and uh, I, think it's, I think it's a great idea, and uh, as someone who does run regularly, I hope it succeeds. Thank you very much. In Valencia, how competitive were you? Oof. I started off really competitive. <laughs> it kind of... And then as the realities it, of the race it dug dropped. in. It definitely dropped, but no, I think probably was the... So this is my fourth... Right, this sounds like I'm showing off now. I'm not. This is my fourth marathon this year, mm. right? Okay. This year? Look at me, I know. Uh, and ever, actually, to add to that. But it's, um, <laughs> it was probably the one that I went into it, probably the most confident. So, yeah, yeah I'd say probably the most competitive as well. Mm -hmm. Like, I wanted to get a good time. Yep. Starting to get a bit of momentum with them now. So starting to want to, yeah, kind of get some, you know, get some... I get a bit more, like, you know, quicker. I guess that's what I'm trying to say with that. To obviously yep. shave off a little bit more time. So, yep. yeah, I'd say I was quite competitive. It, it did dip off. It absolutely did dip off. But I was more competitive than I was for the others. And how regularly do you run? Oh, God, Dave. It depends if you catch me on a good week or not. Um, how often do I run? Uh, a couple of times, a few times a week. Yeah? It, it depends. It depends what I've been up do to. Do you do a park run? I did do park run. You did? I did. Past tense? Yeah, I did. That was a 2023 um, thing, 2024. Yeah, no park I'm so, run. I'm so past that now. Um, <laughs> Wait, why, why haven't you been doing park run recently? Uh, I don't know what it is. I feel like, because it, this sounds ridiculous, but it's the same loop. And well, I know, yes. And I kind of, I <laughs> go there, I do the loop, and then... Do I, you not go to any of the local park runs? There's only no, one that you go to. there is one I go to, and I right. think I've kind of exhausted that a little bit. Okay. And also, I prefer if I'm going out on a Saturday. Like, for me, the park run is not super close to my house. I have to drive to get there. Yeah. So if I'm driving to then go and do a 5K, it almost seems like, oh, maybe How I far's the drive? Uh... Like 10 minutes? I mean, it's oh, 10 minutes. Come on, I drive, I drive 35, 40 minutes to Do mine. Do you? Oh, yeah. wow, okay. But I find that if I'm getting in the car and then I'm going there to run and then coming home again and paying for the car park there and stuff, all these little components, I'm thinking, well, I might as well just yeah, yeah. get my trainers on and go for a longer run near me. Yeah. Here's a question then. How competitive are you at park run? <sighs> Not super competitive. And maybe right. this is another reason that I 
don't go anymore because it is quite leisurely. Yeah. And I think that that's great because you get such a, like, a mix of different people go and do it. Yeah. And sometimes if it's a Saturday morning and I'm feeling a bit slow after a long week, I don't want it to be super competitive. Yeah. Because um, I don't want to go there and feel like I've got to go really, really speedy when actually sometimes you do just want a more gentle run or you want to go along yeah, and have yeah, a chat yeah. with somebody else. So it's, um, yeah, I don't go super competitive at it, but then maybe sometimes it would be better for it to be a bit longer and a bit more competitive because then you actually, you feel like you're going out on a Saturday morning and it's just a bit more of like a challenge yeah I suppose for me the thing about what alone is trying to do with every run is it kind of sometimes you want that social park run piece mm. sometimes you want the, the Valencia uh, marathon the London marathon the Berlin marathon mm. but there is an in between as well yeah. where people want something where they can aim for a time they want to race mm -hmm. they want to see how they place but they don't want to necessarily do the whole, like, I've got to go to a different country, hotels, yes. entrance fees, training. Well, no, not training, but all of that extra thing that comes with doing one mm -hmm. of the kind of the major runs. Yes, yeah. And I think that's a really good point because, like you say, sometimes the park run is amazing and it's just what you need on that day. And it's, I, I take it almost like on a case-by-case -case basis. Like, sometimes yeah. I just need that gentle run and I need to kind of get out and do it. And if I'm not feeling super motivated, then the idea of just going for a chatty run, as I like to call it, is perfect. Yeah. And it kind of, it gets me out, but I'm not super, I'm not really going for it and pushing myself. But like you said, that in-between is maybe what we don't have at the moment because a lot of people feel like they've got to go to the extremes and go and do a marathon and really, really push themselves. Or they've got to do, you know, a really gentle park run. So yeah. maybe something in-between just so you're you are kind of, um, you feel like you're going out with a bit more purpose. Yeah. Would be, yeah, that would be a nice sort of step up. And look, so here's, here's two, how's the, how do we describe ourselves? Would-be runners, hobbyist runners, <laughs> amateur. But yeah, amateur. I, don't, I, don't I definitely like call amateur. myself an amateur. I'm, I'm like, I am an amateur, but... No, yeah, amateur. All right. I've got delusions of grandeur. Hobbyist no, to me uh, feels less amateur. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think I like hobbyist as well. Yeah. Because I've never heard that before. So <laughs> I, I kind of like that. Okay. So would-be runners of whatever variety you want to pick, um, talking about running. And I can see a niche for what Alona is trying to mm. do. And I also, look, I love the story. She's a, she's a female founder. She's from Ukraine. She's had to flee Ukraine where they initially... Um, started with with every run she's moved to Oxford and she's trying to spin up this this opportunity for people to organize runs all over the world mm. um, so it's kind of cool it's yeah super super cool and if people are looking to lose a bit of weight post oh yeah 100% if they need to like shake off the mince pies and the gin then this is like this is perfect go find a run where you yeah. can kind of push yourself a little exactly. bit exactly and I was fine and maybe this is just this is personally just me but I don't see loads of female runners and oh. entrepreneurs associating themselves with that word of competitive yeah okay now the reason i say that is because and, and someone brought this to my attention actually when i was running the valencia marathon someone was saying that you know females not oh, I, I don't want to say like disadvantage like at a disadvantage but like when it comes to running like there were so many men that could just stop and go to the toilet anywhere right, right? yes and then obviously females have other things that you know they have to obviously go into a cubicle right yeah so that obviously takes off your time. Mm. And then obviously you think like the time of the month will obviously affect them as well. Like, yeah, absolutely. And that will be massively um, impacting whether or not they're super quick or they're not super quick. And I think there's other factors. So it's really nice that she's putting this together where like we can go out and we can really kind of go for it, you know, and have that competitive edge. Um, yeah, I really like it. I think it's really cool and I wish her the best of luck with it. 
Well, look, um, we're recording in the kitchen, hence the background noise, everyone. But uh, it's the last day that we're in the office before Boop. the break. Yes. But Happy New Year. Happy New Year, yes. Now uh, I'm completely thrown. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back to our usual schedule, um, well, as of this week. Tech Talks is hosted and edited by David Savage. It is produced by Nash Squared. And we have special thanks to Lemzy for supplying music to this show.